Welcome to the She Grows Podcast. I'm Jen Matthews, and I'm joined by the yin to my yang, Danielle Doss. We're so excited that you're here with us today. Join us each week for a word from our hearts as we grow together. Let's go. Today, we are talking friendships. Yeah, this is a topic that was suggested by you, so we're super excited to dig into it. Yeah. Um, if there are any of you listening that have my personality, I know you've already checked out. I know you have. Um, but hold tight. I know. Just stick with us. I know there's something about if you have my type of personality, when you hear what the topic. What is that of, type of personality, Jen, ooh, for anyone that is just coming into the scene and might not know Jen Matthews? Yeah, it's just a little less feely. It's... I don't know how to explain it because both sides of the coin are amazing. You you get what you get. Yeah, you get what you get. A conversation about friendships sounds like we're about to serve tea and paint flowers together. Oh, my. And get some doilies. And I'm like, Bleh. <laughs> I don't want to do it. It would be cheesecake and coffee. Get it cheesecake right. And co- <laughs> I'd be down with that. But that's not what a friendship conversation sounds like to me. <laughs> But here's the thing. For those of us that are like me um, and aren't here for all the feels, uh, here's the thing. I I feel like this is a very important conversation because we were created by a God, a triune God. Like he's in perfect community, Hmm. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, operating perfectly together. He made made us in his image. So it makes sense that community would be really important to us as well. Yeah. Um, and w- even when you look at creation, like the only thing that made God look back and go, mm, yeah, that's not great. It was Adam being alone. Yes. He needed community. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just so cool. Um, that's something about friends is a funny thing to me to talk about because it is such a movable human yeah, nature very, thing. It can be very fluid. Fluid. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. to try to put a recipe and be like, we're going to talk about how to make friends today. Like, Nah, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's specifically our topic today is ma- finding friends, sus- yes. growing friends, and friendships and sustaining friendships. Yes. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, here's the recipe to perfect friendship, <laughs> which doesn't exist. But there are always principles yeah. that'll guide us. That's right. I think it's kind of funny to think about the different variables of friendships, because if you think back to elementary school or middle school or junior high or high school, like, I mean... I don't know about you, but that friendship was <laughs> very fluid. Fluid. <laughs> like, we just moved because you're discovering who you are, yeah. and um, you, you might like experience a friendship breakup when you're in fifth grade, and then mm. that person's no longer your friend for like the rest of your life. And <laughs> like, there's just so many different things. But what's nice, and thank God, y'all, that we do not have to stick to that, even in college. Or like in your 20s when you're trying to find like that good friendship group, mm-hmm. I can, I just promise you, like it, it gets less tricky. Yeah. And so I'm hopeful to have this conversation where if you're looking for that friend, that it's just going to feel less tricky yeah. after listening to this podcast. Yeah. Um, I think about our friendship <laughs> and <laughs> we joke all, we will forever be yin and yang because we do just complete each other in so many ways as a friendship because we are very different. Yeah. Um, but you're on my ride or die list. Like you're, <laughs> and that's very short no. list. <laughs> There's like two of us. There's about two of you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's, 
That's true though. I think it's so funny because do you remember the first time we met? Yeah, I'm not going to even ask. (laughs) (laughs) How dare I even ask? It was quite a day. Um, So backstory is that you, your husband, Brandon, my husband, Brandon, had been friends already for a while. Okay, typically the guys. Okay, but yes, but also like there's history even with Brandon Matthews. Because Dawson and I have dated since we were 15 years old. 15. So as soon as Brandon Matthews and Brandon Dawson became friends, like yeah. it was an instant friendship there. Yes. So, so. it's me and Dawson <laughs> and we're talking to Matthews and all of a sudden like there's this love interest. Yep. They are, like, y'all are living in Gulf Shores. But who's my new best friend? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Y'all are in Gulf Shores. We were up in Birmingham and I had met Doss on a couple of different occasions, yeah, yeah. but you had not come up. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, in to conversation, yeah, but yeah. not in Birmingham. <laughs> he has a what? This is the first time hearing of you. <laughs> I didn't know you existed. And then it was news to me. No, but so um, me and Brandon take a trip down to Gulf Shores to see you guys. First and, time um, meeting. First time meeting. I'm going to be staying at your I'm house. I'm trying to think of, oh, we're late. No, no, no. Mid 20s. Yeah. So let's yep. put that there. Just Mid-20s. Um, we're going to stay... At our house. At your house. Meeting in you for the first time. First me. time. Yes. Which is something in, in itself. Sure. God but bless your heart. This also turns out to be the trip where Brandon's going to propose. And we knew that already. Yes. So there was an added pressure of, <laughs> Father in oh, heaven, please goodness. let this girl be good. <laughs> And that's the end of it. Like we met and we were good. And then I said, yes, obviously here we are 15 years later. To your later. husband and to a built-in to best both. friend. Yes. <laughs> but what I think is so. Why didn't he have me part of the proposal? I know, right? Like, <laughs> don't forget about me. <laughs> I'm here too. Uh, but it was just a really cool thing because you have to know me to know, but to click on a level I mean this is anybody truthfully to click on a level where you're going to be close and you're going to share the things and you're going to know the deepest parts of my life or whatever that's going to be a specific person sure you're not going to just click with anybody and I'm not coming in we joke about it Mm -hmm. but I'm not coming in looking to be that best friend right we knew that it had do what no you don't (laughs) you've got all the notebooks ready like I don't know (laughs) no but I mean i Obviously, you have had lived some life and like you already had a friend base. And so I'm not looking to be like, here I am checking all of your boxes in friendship world. Well, and so that's what ended up being so funny to me. And this is one way I know in my life, God took so much care of me because I am one who would be content on my own forever. So... The fact that I found Brandon and would uh, just love to be with him every minute of every day, and we've been through many seasons where that was exactly the case, so I know I'm not lying, Yeah, is beyond like reasonable to me. Like I can't believe that that's the situation here. It just means so much more to you. Yes. Where I... (laughs) When you say that, I'm like, well, duh, it's your husband. Like, why would you not want to spend? But there's so many women who don't. They all try to get away from each other. Yeah, that's just not the life I can live. Not the life I can live. So I found this man that I could spend every second with. And um, I would be fine with that. I'm like, okay, he's my one best friend for the rest of my life. In comes Danielle. (laughs) Yes, God knew that that was not going to be healthy. And so he fused our lives together in this way where we'll never be apart. And... He knew I wouldn't naturally look for that best friend, but he knew how much I needed it. And through friendship with you, 
it's made me appreciate friendship in general because I see the value in it. And I, I don't think that we can ever say this enough. And I'm thinking back to when we originally met, mm-hmm. like genuinely night and day. We are still very much ourselves. Yeah. Um, we obviously have common interests. And I would say probably the most beautiful thing about our friendship is like we're on mission together. Yeah. So and that's in every aspect of our life. Like, yeah, whether it's in the friendship world or parenting mm-hmm. or leading a church or, um, yeah. you know, leading women like it's we are very mission minded. Right. So I think that's one part. But when still like <laughs> you were a Mac makeup artist, <laughs> I still cannot fill my eyebrow to save my life. <laughs> like you were yeah, you yeah, were yeah. Um, let's say you were melting records to have as these like great. Oh, my gosh, I was. And I'm certain I had like Kirkland, you know, <laughs> yes, like the totally most different. generic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. I'm but it's just so up. cool to see. <laughs> how that like yeah there was a void well there really was i didn't know you didn't know i didn't know anyways but there was but i love the gift of friendship Mm -hmm. i am very much like um i think because i grew up with three brothers and not having a sister it's Mm -hmm. something that i always i something about that sisterhood Mm -hmm. has just meant more to me and i don't and i'm not like even a philly person like i'm not gonna sit here and we're not gonna you know drink tea together (laughs) I don't know, maybe Coffee. if we're watching. Yeah. <laughs> All day. But one thing that I've just loved and seen is the like the health of a friendship. Really, you have to be a good friend to have a good friend. Yeah. That's very so, true. Let's talk about how to find that friend. <laughs> I feel like finding friends is it's a lot like a child or a pet, like getting them to like you. Have you ever noticed that like the more you want it, the Ugh. more they run away from you? <laughs> <laughs> the people who the want the baby to like them. It's the story like, of my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's what you can, what you what, I don't know what this says about me, but kids and pets both gravitate to me. <laughs> Because they know inside, I'm like, ew. <laughs> and I'm like, please be my friend. No, not really. <laughs> well, at one it's point, so for sure. At one point, yeah. Yeah. I just. You're funny. That's funny. You're a kid <laughs> and animal whisperer. Yeah. But I do think like finding a friend, like you, it's good to have this. Um, I, the cool kids are saying like vibe check now. Yeah. <laughs> we actually went to a water park. Um, at some point in the summertime and Bella, who was my 13 year old girl came up to me and she was like, mom, I just talked to this girl for like five seconds and we just had the same vibe. Like she was like, I like your bathing suit and I like your bathing suit and da, 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 da. And it was just so fun. And I'm like, I know it's so fun. And we never saw that person ever again, but it's just like how you just, you just know, like you're just going to click and it's going to be a fun, like start to something. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, uh, finding friends, spe- especially once you're out of like, I think in school or something, it might still be pretty natural, easier because you're doing life with all these different people. Sometimes oh, sure. it's a little easier to find friends because you're finding so many different people. But specific, I mean, even then, but specifically once you're past that point. Yeah. And the only people you meet are at church or at work or something like that. The it can get field. more difficult. Yes. yes. Um, but I feel like when it comes to finding friends, it can be a very uh, touchy little thing because the more desperately you're looking for friends in a group of friends, mm-hmm. um, I, I 
I know, I don't know the reason that kids and pets <laughs> act the way they act, but I know that whenever I've talked to people who are desperate for a friend, they're just that desperate. To be honest, it's, it's red flag city. Probably. <laughs> like, it's not, like if you're going up and, and I can say that because I've been there, just mm-hmm. not necessarily like so desperate in a friendship form. But I remember when we planted the church and I was just oh, so yeah. desperate for anybody to come to the church yeah. because here we are planting this baby church. And, and they're like, ew, what like do you want? <laughs> so excited and so ready for them to come and experience the best thing, you know, ever and da 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 yeah. And then like, you never oh, see them because so it's a weird. red flag. You yeah. cannot be that. Learn from my lesson. Do yeah. not be a red flag. Well, because it's just like you said earlier, the most important thing in any relationship is to be a good friend first, to be a good friend yourself. And if you're looking for someone to fill that void, that friendship void, like if you just want somebody in that spot, you're probably not offering a solid friendship back. You're looking for Mm. somebody to fill a role in your life. Mm. So true deep friendships, like the friendships we all want, just take time. There's just no way to earn trust in a day. The vibe check is perfection because that's where you start the journey. Like you find those people you click with easily. They're easy to talk to or whatever, but you just have to give time for growth and trust. When you find those people that you do just click with, there are a couple things to just keep in mind. Um, when you're deciding who's going to be the ones to be closest to you. Yeah, yeah. So exactly what I would tell my children, like kind people always find kind people. So Mm -hmm. treat people in a way that others are just taking note of because that's going to be what attracts how people treat you. Yeah. So if you are setting yourself and you have high standards, you know, you know, first uh, Corinthians 15, 33 is that bad. Co- com- we know that bad company corrects good character. So be the friend that you're looking for. I would also add, don't be a critic or manipulator again, yeah. red flag, but be an encouraging person and one that will set you up for success and forever friendships. That's because right. like you said, friendships are fluid, mm-hmm. but there are things that you can do. And and while you may have some friends that just come and ebb and flow in different seasons of your life, like what a joy it is to know mm-hmm. that when we're 90 years old, we're mm-hmm. still going to be kicking it together. Yes, And um, it's because we have the base of um, yep. what that good friendship is. Yeah. Let's say you already have a friend group. Mm-hmm. Always leave room for another friend at that table. Yes. yes. If I would have gone all through my life looking for that one personality that it mirrors mine or mm-hmm. has that exact same vibe as, as what I have. Yeah. What? I mean, this would be a mess. Yeah. Like what the Lord has in front of you, mm-hmm. the, that person that's going to challenge you, encourage you. You can miss that sim- simply because you did not have enough room at your table. Well, and the truth, too, just on another side of the coin is you're not going to be best friends with everybody, but you never know what would turn into a mentor relationship, a mentee yeah. relationship. Like yeah. you just don't know what other people are bringing with them. So yeah. kindness is just free. Yeah, that's right. So like we live in a world, obviously, where everybody's already got an opinion mm-hmm. about someone specifically because, you know, we have that digital world right in front of us or maybe through real life that we might have an opinion because maybe of somebody else's choice of words or podcast, whatever. Mm-hmm. I would say don't let someone else's opinion skew your opinion of that person. Yeah. Get to know that friend. Because if you're looking for and you're being a true friend and you're attracting and you're meaning you are kind and you're looking for kind. Right. Then allow for that friendship to come in because you could easily write that person off. And like you said, you've missed something so great that could be a mentor Mm -hmm. or even something more. Yeah. 
That's right. Um, and I would just also encourage you to lose the pressure that says you have to be a friend to everyone. Being kind to everyone. Do you hear that twos on the Enneagram? <laughs> They're like, yes. no, nope, turning off, turning off. <laughs> Let it go. Be kind to everyone. But you don't have to be friends with everyone. I hate to know that there's someone who doesn't like me. Um, this only happened like once. <laughs> um, but when I know about it, it like drives me insane. I don't feel like I have to be close to everyone. In fact, very few. But... I want to live in harmony with everyone. Sure. Um, it's just shocking to find out someone doesn't like me because I'm just delightful. I've never <laughs> in my life had this experience. So yeah, well, anyways. <laughs> no, it's like a challenge for me. Yeah. I'm like, no, you will you like will me. Like <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the best pieces of advice I've ever heard was that you can be the most beautiful, amazing peach there is, but honey, somebody just ain't gonna like peaches. Mm. You, can, you can be doing all the right things for you. And somebody's still not going to like you, and that's just okay. None of us are for everybody, and that's okay. There is never, ever, 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 ever a reason to shrink who you are or change to mold into the pe- person that you think will make certain friends. It's really and truly just authentic you that will attract authentic friendships. Yeah. So practically speaking, in friendships, trust the sphere of influence that the Lord has right in front of you. I love Acts because I think it just brings so much like clarity to the here and now. And in chapter 17, verse 26, it says, from one man, he created all the nations throughout the whole earth. He decided beforehand when they should rise and fall, and he determined their boundaries. Yeah. And so what that means to me is like, who, where the Lord has you, is on purpose. Right. That friendship group that's in front of you, or maybe the lack of friend and you're just looking, your coworkers, your ball field, your church, wherever. Right. It's don't don't take that for granted. Like that is a sphere of influence that the Lord has given you. That's right. Um, one other thing that I would say, um, as far as finding friendships, I think whenever you are on mission together, mm-hmm. um, serving. And so yeah. like join at your church if you're not plugged into a serve team join in because it's just something when you're all on mission together and you know I'll say it forever and always small groups like you're going to find your people in a small group and if you're listening in real time then we have small group season that's launching in September so don't let like the what ifs and and like I don't have time for that make time because you're never going to regret the investment of a friendship you hear us say it all the time, serve in small groups, serve in small groups, serve and do small groups. And we'll never stop saying it. And it's not because, like, what value does it add to us if you do or don't do these things? Nothing. It's that we know That's your right. life We're has changed. We're speaking from experience. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, it's really easy to have checklists for every friend group. And my suggestion would be just to be careful to not have, not put that person to where they have to hit every single check mark. The mm-hmm. only person that can do that is Jesus. Yeah. And so don't look for them to have every expectation met. I would say make sure your expectations are clear in your friendship group. Mm-hmm. I turn into a mama in August because school and life is back to it. And so I'm going to be in bed at 8 p.m. <laughs> if I'm not communicating that to my friends, then it's very easy for them to think that maybe I'm pulling back or maybe that I just don't see them. And the truth is, like, mm-hmm. I'm a mom all. <laughs> what did I tell you just this you. morning? I almost texted you at 11 p.m. last night, but I knew better. <laughs> I'll wake up with like five and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I was sleeping. <laughs> 
but if you, it's just all about having those expectations super clear because you know yeah. and the truth is like it can get all weird if yeah. not yeah it's true uh one of the most common unmet expectations in the realm of friendship in general is just the popularity game mm. um sometimes you talk to people that feel like they're lacking in the friend department because they only have one or two like ride or die friends and good for you like one or two ride or die friends is a really really big deal yeah when we see everything in the world around us like things going viral and hitting influencer status and when the more popular they look the better we can put all these undue expectations on what you feel like your friends group should look like but it's really and truly just a huge win to have a couple of people who are genuinely close mm -hmm. Uh, and really and truly, it's scientifically proven that we don't have the capacity for more than that. Um, it's called Dunbar's number. And there's actually a study that says a human has the capacity to maintain social relationships. That's casual um, people you see at church, at work, um, at this at our gatherings, things mm -hmm. like that, including your family, all the, for about 150 people. Yeah. Um, even more, the brain, the human brain only has the capacity for five close friendships five tops hmm isn't that crazy where would you say you fall like as far as your capacity my capacity i feel like caps at the two or three level i think i'm a fiver yeah like yeah. the more extroverted you are the probably you can even push it to six maybe i don't know I don't but know. i'm gonna i'm gonna fall i think two in three. order to do your friend justice yes and that's it yeah yeah that's it because i i know so many beautiful people in my life and i'm like gosh i wish i was closer to them gosh i wish i was closer oh, to them yes but and while i still feel that in my heart because i adore them I agree i have i've had to like take some pressure off myself and go yeah well you don't have capacity to be close to that many people like mm -hmm. you can love them and you can go out with them you can have fun with them and you can catch up when you catch up and do all these things but it's okay that your brain doesn't allow you to have all the gaps filled in with that many people well it just makes me think about how sweet heaven will be because we will yeah. have capacity for that yeah oh that's just so mm -hmm. good oh I, mean, I can i can live in that world for a second <laughs> i know uh, but we see it even with jesus i mean he's he's like me mm -hmm. he kept at three like mm -hmm. <laughs> he had three really close friends mm -hmm. and then he had the 12 and then it was the rest and it was by design it's because intimacy is what we're really looking for. Yeah, we want right. to be known. Yeah. And that's always going to trump popularity. Yeah. That's so good. I'm glad that you spoke about that. I never cared. I mean, well, I won't say never cared. I think at some point in your life, you care about the popularity, but yeah. you do see so much more of an emphasis on it. Yeah. And it's celebrated. And you think that that, that person has it all together. Mm -hmm. But then I think about the lack of intimacy mm -hmm. that that person might be missing. Yeah. Because they don't have that solid yeah. friendship group. Or they've got their one or two people that just the rest of us don't realize. Sure. You know maybe. what I mean? Like, because yeah. you can still have this huge fan base that cares nothing for you. Sure. And look popular. And that's fine. But they are either missing it because like you said, or they've still just really got their couple of people. Yeah. And we just don't know that. Yeah. You know, I love celebrating that part, though, to know yes. that that is a healthy place in someone's that's life. That's the healthy place. Yeah. Yeah. And I think in and keeping with how to find the right group of friends or the right friend, it's good to just remember to be authentic in what kind of friendship that you're looking for. Yeah. And present yourself as someone who is authentic. And that is like the perfect soil for something to grow. Yeah. Love is the best gift that you have to offer. 
if you feel like your friendship is teetering in one area or maybe that you're doing something and that love is might be wasted, I just want to encourage you that love is never wasted, that um, we know scripture says the greatest of these is love out of faith, hope, love, like don't mm-hmm. waste that love on, on what that person, that friend, that friend in front of you, but also be authentic and loving someone and just watch what God can do. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So now we, we know the perfect recipe for finding friends now. So let's grow. <laughs> so let's grow some let friendships. It grow. No, let's <laughs> let it snow. <laughs> no, let it's it go. Not either. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, growing, uh, growing the friendships is a very important next step. Um, Proverbs 18, 24 says that one who has unreliable friends soon comes to ruin, but there's a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And the thing is, you just don't wake up with reliable friends. You have to grow those yeah, friendships. Yeah. I think whenever you talk about the the aspect of friendship, I'm like, I don't really know. I'm sure that there are some like big boxes that I would, uh, you know, assume to have checked out of that. But I can tell you what I don't like in a friendship. <laughs> um, just because that, you know, who like someone who's jealous or mm-hmm. insecure or is operating out of fear, maybe like of being left out or alone or rejected or, mm-hmm. or maybe that, you know, you might be made a fool about something mm-hmm. or comparison. So the last thing you need to do and have in any friendship group is that you act on any of those emotions. We say it all the time. Emotions are great dictators or horrible leaders. So if you have a friendship group and that you're looking to grow, those are going to be some things that would kill a friendship. So don't operate yeah. out of that jealousy or insecurity. Yeah. I mean, it's it's such a mindset situation because it's easy to live on guard, especially if you've had hurts from past friendships yeah. or relationships. Um, but when you can convince yourself of the reality that, sure, you may get hurt again, uh, but you'll never find that irreplaceable best friendship if you don't put yourself out there. Yeah. I love Shasta Nelson. She gave a TED Talk on friendships like a hot minute ago. Um, but she shared that every healthy friendship has three components. It's vulnerability, positivity, and consistency. Oh, I love all those. That, I, those are all big ticket words in friendship, but consistency just takes the cake for me. Yeah. Uh, growing a good, healthy friendship takes so much consistency. Just showing up. Just keep doing life together. You just can't rush trust. Rush trust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got it. You can't manufacture the moments that lead into deeper relationships. I mean, you want to... You want to make those happen, those conversations and stuff, but you can't manufacture that. They just happen when it's time for them to happen. They just come out and you all of a sudden realize you're having more meaningful conversations with mm-hmm. with each other. Mm-hmm. And, um, it requires an investment of time, emotions, care. Like it's all free, but you've just got to, you've got to care. It's free, but it can be costly. Oh, it's very yes. costly. Yeah. Um, but it's the cost that all of us have yeah. to give. Like it's not. It's not too expensive for anybody if that's, that's right. where you're going to put your value. And going back to the why mm-hmm. is because we are meant for connection. We are meant for community. We are meant for friendship. Yep, we are. And I mean, just oh, consistency. Yeah. Keep a date and keep it. Don't flake. Make. Oh, you know, sure. That just, would be another like absolutely no uh, flake. No yes. Flake. Your friends have got to be prioritized. And don't be flaky. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sustaining sustaining you know what i love 
research. <laughs> I like all the fun facts. I do too. Um, I came across this a few months ago, and I'm trying to remember where I found this out. And I'm so sorry, I can't quote this. But um, the research shows that 50 hours of interaction, it takes 50 hours of interaction to move from acquaintance to casual friend. That's 50 hours. About 90 hours to move from casual friend to a friend. And more than 200 hours to qualify as a best friend. That's because a lot. you're mm-hmm. getting in that consistency, that vulnerability. And um, I'm trying to remember exactly that positivity. Yeah, yeah. that's good. And even um, in the time spent, it's got to be very particularly on purpose time spent. Yeah, I feel like I feel like there's a lot of fast actions that have to happen in friendship. And that sounds the opposite of everything I just said, because it takes time mm-hmm. to build trust. Obviously, time invested to move up to best friend status. Um, but to get there and to grow and to sustain to a good sustain. friendships, you've got to be fast to offer grace. Yeah, sure. You can't you can't hold out. You've got to be fast to assume the best in each other, yeah, like good. immediately that their intentions are always for you. You have to have fast honesty. Look, if there's a hurt or a confusion or a big feelings, there's no place for letting it fester. You've got to just talk it out and talk it out right away. Because if your friend's for you, then likely there's been an oversight or miscommunication or even if it was something done intentionally, unintentional, whatever it looks like, there's no room for a seed of bitterness. I just love the idea of it being fast. Yes. And if it's something that is settling in your heart, that's when you know to go and talk it through with that friend. But also, if you're fast to grace, you might recognize, you know what, I just had a moment and there was nothing to it. Yep. Yeah. And on the other side of that is being fast to forgive. Yeah. Um, Because there will be need for forgiveness in every friendship because we're all humans. And um, even the best will have moments of hurt, moments of being called on the carpet, moments of being so real that you probably want to step too far, like Mm -hmm. said something you didn't mean, who knows what. But being fast to communicate leads to fast healing if there's fast forgiveness. Sure. Um, I love Colossians 3.13 because it says, bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you have grievances against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. Um, But to bear with each other. I mean, that says to me going through the trenches. Yeah. Um, And I, I caveat here, I am not saying to be stomped on and forgive yes. and stomped on and forgive yeah. again and again. That's a toxic friendship. And we're talking about growing and sustaining healthy, healthy friendships. friendships. That's right. Yeah. Um, I'm just curious because of that when we were talking about fast, like fast and response and mm-hmm. whatnot, um, what has been like this learning lesson in your life as far as like, how did you get here to say just you got to be fast with it? Oh, because anytime I've ever let something fester or I've been like just gotten I, when I finally do go talk about it, it's always been an oversight or an accident or a me and you've had a conversation. Do you remember the conversation which one? i think the only time we were like super kind of bowed up a little bit do you want me to say it out loud yeah you can it's say fine. it uh, you had said something to me i can't remember Was it passive aggressive aggressiveness yeah. <laughs> yes i can't remember what we were talking Woo! about irrelevant but i was ticked because you said something passive in a aggressive. passive aggressive yeah. way and i let it fester but not like so long but it doesn't no. take me long to get yeah. super mad about something like that but i went to you immediately and you like, though oh i didn't even mean I shouldn't have like, but it was fast forgiveness, fast grace, fast. Well, you know communication. what? Genuinely, I didn't mean it and how you exactly 
received it. Yeah. But also it was such a growth opportunity for me mm-hmm. because it's the last thing that I want to do. Is exactly. Be aggressive. <laughs> and I didn't know it until you called it out. Yeah. So. And it's healthy. Yeah. Like I love when friends call stuff out in me um, because I want to grow and I want to be a good friend. Yeah. And so, but we can be so shy to do that in our friends because we don't want to hurt their feelings or we don't want to, but it's always for the best if it's a real friend. Yeah. I was thinking about how um, there are different friendships and then like the the different seasons Mm -hmm. of those friendships. And um, specifically, you know, it's easy to get online and talk about like, oh, this is what your toddler is doing or (laughs) like, oh, you know, childhood years, whatever. Mm -hmm. But then you just kind of get mute because you don't want to like disrespect your child. Like right now, if I post a picture of my oldest, then she's going to be like, mom, because somebody will inevitably say (laughs) so what happens is, is that you're you just become quiet. And Mm -hmm. then what can happen is that you're suffering alone, Mm -hmm. because you don't post it. And you're not, you know, that's why you have to have your people, but then also understanding and giving that grace and being fast to to see your friend to Mm -hmm. see where they are. Um, We've all operated at 20%. Yes. And I was thinking about when my phone gets to 20%, it, it puts me on saver mode. Like, yeah. do I want to save this battery? Yeah. Well, absolutely. So in that friendship, when you're giving grace and you see that that friend is struggling and may just be on lifesaver mode or whatever, mm-hmm. to not do anything to to make them feel horrible about, you know, the season of life that they're in. Yeah. It is our job to encourage. Yeah. And also speak truth in a way to where maybe maybe I can say something to you that you just don't see the full picture of. Yeah. That's but so you true. trust me enough to be able to say, yeah, I'm going to speak and, and call this and say this for what, you know, whatever yeah. it is. Oh, yeah. And what a gift that is. Yeah. And the same for me. Like if you're saying something that I just might not have clear eyes for because I'm so thick in and whatever. It, yeah. yeah. Well, that's why I love Proverbs 17, 17. It says a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. And when I think it, when you think about the moments when you get so proud, and you're excited, you're like, oh, I was born for this. And you're born for adversity with your friends like that is walking through those moments and not walking in in a selfish way and being like, why do you have an attitude with me? But going, OK, this is not like you. So what's going on? Yeah. Like, what are you walking through right now? Yeah, that's being born for adversity and sticking together at all times. Lord, it's so hard balancing, right? Yeah. We just did a podcast not long ago on yeah. balancing, but even balancing friendships is it's not always easy but let me encourage you you can be a good friend you can be a good listener you can be a good accountability partner and still be a safe place to land yeah um a keeper of that friend's secrets without dishonoring her or her word Mm -hmm. and just remembering like to not take for granted what is in front of you Mm -hmm. And allow for the enemy to come in and sneak and say, you know, no, 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 that person, da, da, da. like yeah. work it out because it's worth sustaining that friendship over. Yes. Always worth it. In a healthy relationship. Yes. Uh, toxic ones are a whole nother conversation. So we're just talking about healthy ones today. Uh, but the thing about people is that as we grow and mature, people will just come and go from your spheres of influence. Like you will either outgrow them or you'll grow together or they'll outgrow you Once something it will shift and change as we go, but you never know what person sitting next to you will be your next ride or die. So just be a good friend. Uh, everyone won't be your cup of tea. We've already talked about this, but kindness just costs you nothing. Um, and I love Psalms 133, one that says how good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. Yeah. So live in unity with the people around you on purpose. <laughs>
If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so it drops right in your app every Thursday. If you've been with us for a while and you're hyped up on some Red Bull and have the energy for it, leave us a review. We would love it and be so appreciative of your help. We love this time with you and are so glad to be a part of your day. Until next time, keep growing. Thank you.